Dan Gilbert cashes out of his casinos, Cleveland's transit agency gets a bounty to buy buses and a train, and Mike DeWine worries that the parole system is run too loosely. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Tuesday, October 29th. I'm Chris Quinn. Dan Gilbert's Jack Entertainment Company is selling its two Cleveland-area gambling properties to a real estate trust with ties to Caesars. Price tag, $843 million. But Jack will continue running the Cleveland Casino and Thistledown Russino under a rental agreement for $65.9 million a year for at least 15 years. The deal comes a month after Jack closed on the sale of its Cincinnati Casino to the same VICI Properties Trust. In Cincinnati, Hard Rock will be the operator. And earlier this year, Jack sold its Greektown Casino in Detroit for $1 billion. Add that all up, and it comes to just over $2.6 billion. The biggest recipient of Ohio's $70 million in transportation awards is the Greater Cleveland Regional Transit Authority, which will get $15.3 million to replace buses and a rail car, among other things. The Ohio Department of Transportation announced the awards Monday. The money was added to the state transportation budget earlier this year and was a key priority for House Democrats in negotiations on the state spending plan. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine created a working group to review the state's parole system after a parolee was arrested on charges that he stabbed his dad, stole a police cruiser, and crashed into a van, killing two six-year-old girls. DeWine said he worries that parole policies are not strong enough to keep track of the offenders and ensure the public's safety. The group, which includes past and present state prisons directors, will look at parole processes and truth in sentencing laws. The London Stock Exchange has planted a flag in Cleveland. It has picked the city to host the North American headquarters for its International Business Development Initiative. The headquarters for the London Stock Exchange Group's Elite Initiative, which trains small and medium-sized companies to help them grow, is expected to open early next year. The company is expected to hire 40 workers with an annual payroll of $5 million, but state officials say the significance extends well beyond the direct jobs linked to the project. Lieutenant Governor John Houston visited London over the weekend to finalize the deal. African-American leaders who plan to protest the Cleveland Rising Summit that begins today called off their protest after discussions with event organizers. They plan to participate after being convinced by the organizers of the desire to be as inclusive as possible. Norm Edwards, head of the American Center for Economic Equality and the Black Contractors Association, as well as ministers with the Cleveland Clergy Coalition, appeared at a press conference with County Executive Armin Budish and Cleveland City Council President Kevin Kelly to announce the protest would not happen. The goal of the three-day summit is to reach a consensus on what Cleveland should become over the next decade and how we will get there. As many as a thousand people are expected to participate, and I will be one of them. If you're in the snow belt, steal yourself. October might have started with a temperature above 90, but November looks likely to start with snow. That's the forecast for Friday, the first day of November. And as the days get ever shorter, Sunday is one of the saddest days of the year when we turn the clocks back an hour. That gives us more light in the morning, but an hour less at night, which means sunset at 5.18 p.m. come Sunday. Woof. We won't return to daylight savings time until March 8th next year. 
Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. We'll have another edition tomorrow. 